and welcome to the Joey Miller Podcast. I'm Pastor Joey Miller from Champion Christian Center, and I'm so glad that you tuned in today. You are going to have a treat. I have a guest. My friend Abigail Condon is joining me today. But before we get into God's Word and talk about all things momming, I want you to do me a favor and subscribe and rate this podcast. Share it with a friend. Let us know that it's blessing you, that it's ministering to you. And if you didn't already, follow us on Instagram at Joey Miller or Facebook at Joey Miller and check out Elm Ministries on Instagram as well. Well, my friend Abigail Condon is joining me today for a special Mother's Day edition of the Joey Miller podcast. And Abigail is so talented and gifted. She's on staff here with us at Champion Christian Center. She does all of our social media as well as she has just launched the Mom Mindset podcast. So if you haven't followed that yet, Go check it out. You will be blessed. Not only that, but she is a doula at the the, uh, Birth Doulas of Pittsburgh group. So you can look her up if you need a doula in the area of Pittsburgh. But I'm so excited to just get to have a conversation with you, Abby, just about momming and being a young mom. And I love this verse. Uh, We're going to get into the aspect of leaning into the grace of God today, that there's a grace available for us as moms, and we can either choose to work against it or lean mm. into it. And so I want to read Isaiah 40, 11. It says, He tends his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs in his arms, and he carries them close to his heart. He gently leads those who have young. Mm. And to me, that last verse, he gently leads those who have young, speaks to the grace that's available to us as we're momming, as we're taking care mm-hmm. of all of these little humans yes. and our husbands and, and just accomplishing everything uh, that, that God has for us to do. So why don't mm-hmm. you take a second, Abby, uh, introduce yourself and mm-hmm. uh, talk to us about the season really that you're in in life right now. Yeah, well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. Yes. Um, I've been listening to the podcast since the beginning, <laughs> obviously. Um, and it's always such a blessing. It usually speaks a word like right to where I'm at in that situation. Um, but as far as me, I have two kids. They are 19 months apart. So I did the two under two thing for <laughs> four or five months, uh, which is no joke. If you're going to do it, uh, it's definitely a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, did you I, plan it? Kind of. Yeah. We. I said I wanted to have another baby by the time my son was two but it took us a couple it took us like nine months to get pregnant the first time so I was like oh it'll be fine we'll just start now and we got pregnant first time so that's amazing (laughs) um not entirely but somewhat planned that way um but yeah I always prefer to say that it's challenging versus it's hard it's just a way that I help myself kind of cope with that season but now that my daughter is uh she just turned eight months she's starting to crawl i've entered this season where my kids can sort of play together they kind of understand each other a little bit Mm -hmm. better now so i have a little bit more free time but again as she's starting to crawl um i'm also gonna have less free time so mother is always a kind of shifting around your schedule and figuring out what works for the season that you're in but um i guess just overall i'm in a season where I'm really blessed to have the flexibility to focus on my kids Mm -hmm. and then to also be able to chase some of my dreams just as I make time for it. That's so good. You know, I love what you said about mom. uh, Being a mom is always like adjusting and shifting Mm -hmm. and really the power of perspective. And um, as we address this topic, maybe you're a mom, maybe you don't have kids, maybe you're trying to have kids, uh, you know, just overall take away the aspect of leaning into the grace of God that's upon your life in this season. And a lot of that has to do with the power of perspective. Mm -hmm. And I love your Mom Mindset podcast title because 
uh, I feel like you've taken a different slant and angle to the whole aspect of the mindsets that we can have as moms mm -hmm. and understanding the power that lies in perspective. Absolutely. So why don't you speak to that and why you chose that title and really in your life how that can affect you. Yeah, so there are so many podcasts about motherhood and being parents and you know, I only have, uh, my oldest son is two. I don't have a ton of experience in the parenting realm of things. I le still learn a lot from other people. But the one thing that I have had the chance to walk out is the mindset. Mm -hmm. And I find that for a lot of moms, the issues that they face start in their minds. That's They're good. saying things to themselves like, man, I never get to go out. I'm always the one who has to take care of the kids. I... Uh, even dumb stuff like, oh, I'll never drink hot coffee again. They just have these negative mindsets towards the things of motherhood and the way that their life is. And it's so hard to enjoy your life and embrace your role with confidence and with joy if you're working from that place, if you're working from this place of negativity and discontentment. Um, sometimes it's even just not having that bigger picture. So a lot of young moms will say to themselves, man, I didn't do anything today. It's like, whoa, whoa, that's not true. <laughs> you fed a baby, you changed a baby, you uh, kept at least some of your house clean. You know, you talked to your spouse, you supported them. There's so much that you did today. It's just that it doesn't look the same as it did before you had a kid and maybe you were working a job or you were doing something where there was a more physical reward. So my goal is to help moms understand the power of shifting their mindsets and always refocusing all of their thoughts and their feelings through the lens that I am made to mother my child and I'm the best mom for them. And when you think that way, it becomes so much easier uh, to adjust with the ever-changing needs that your kids throw at you. That's so good. You know, one of the enemy's biggest plays is I feel like he tries to suck the joy out of every season of mm -hmm. blessing that we walk in. So mm -hmm. he always has us either looking back or looking forward or worrying in the moment or yeah. despising the moment that we're in. And I love that aspect of mindset because like you said you know it's not like you have adult children you're not trying to give yeah. advice on that <laughs> but you're saying like we all have the power to steward our own attitudes our own mindset our own thought process yeah. in a way that we can enjoy the moment that we can enjoy this season where we have the kids that are little because mm -hmm. it goes so quickly and to really live a life without regret that you wouldn't regret any season that every exactly. season would be fruitful and good and I love that whole mindset and that yeah. whole attitude. And you know, when I was um, when I was a, like a 19 and 20 year old, I knew I wanted to be a mom, but I thought of it as a someday thing because in my mind, it was gonna hold me back from mm -hmm. something or I wasn't gonna do it right. And there was actually a place I, I came to where I was trying to decide what I wanted in my life. And I was praying and I was saying, God, why don't I feel comfortable just embracing this role of being a mom? Why is there like, this block for me? And he said, it's because you're afraid of doing it wrong. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my goodness. So from there, the Lord started to speak to me and show me all the different things about motherhood that you're like you're raising the next generation you're investing and in teaching them how to love how to mm -hmm. love God how to love their spouse in the future and when I started to get that kind of eternal mindset like I did a lot of mindset work even before I became a mom which I think helped a lot but mm -hmm. when I invested into that mindset then I was like wow okay I can do this because there's value in it and because I know that value I know that I can control my thoughts um, and be the best mom that I was made to be. That's so good. So good. And you know, uh, perspective is a lot about realizing that a lot of the things that we look at sometimes as burdens are a blessing that someone else is praying for in their mm -hmm. lives. And you know, as moms, we have to be careful that we don't, uh, we don't, uh, curse what God has blessed, yes. that there's women that are desperately trying to have babies and want the blessing of mm -hmm. raising a kid. And so, you know, really realizing that what we have is a blessing from mm -hmm. God and that God's grace and empowerment is there every step of the way if we choose to lean into it instead yeah. of working against it. And working against it a lot of times equates to those negative thoughts and I'm not enough and I'm not good enough mm -hmm. and um, I'm going to screw up my kid or yeah. I'm missing <laughs> out on something even, you know. So, so really, uh, 
leaning into that grace is being renewed by the word of God yeah. and choosing to believe what his word says about you, even as a mom. And, yeah. and so what would uh, some advice you would give to a new mom or a mom who's surrounded by this social media world of it's hard or, you mm -hmm. know, all of the complaining almost, even though yeah. it's done in a sarcastic or funny way, too yeah. much negativity isn't good for us, mm -hmm. I feel like. What advice would you give for a young mom? Yeah, so first guard your, guard your heart. Guard your heart. If you are kind of the mom who's scrolling, you're watching all the admittedly very funny reels about uh, husbands and about kids that are sort of negative, if you realize that's affecting your heart, turn it off. Like it's not worth sacrificing your happiness, your peace, um, your relationship for that laugh that feels good in that moment. It's better to kind of do the hard work of understanding what God has for you in the season than to sort of avoid that work through humor you know again it's funny I can yeah. enjoy some of them right. I laugh at them but I always guard my heart and I say am I laughing at this because it, it's just making light of it or am I laughing at it because there's a pain in my heart that it's kind of touching mm. if that makes sense uh, the second thing is to guard your thoughts and um, one of the things we tend to say as a mom or as a person in general is oh I have to do x you know a new mom you might be saying oh I have to change this diaper I have to do laundry I have to cook and clean um, and turn Turn those I have to's into an I get to. Because like you said, there are people praying for the very things that, that we're upset about right mm -hmm. now. There are moms wishing they, or future moms, wishing they had a diaper to change. Uh, people wishing they had a spouse to take care of and to support. So I understand that's not always easy. So uh, personally, I neither my husband nor I like doing laundry. We both hate it. Um, so it's hard for me to say I get to do laundry. But I, you know, I was just started that mentality. Okay, it's not I have to do laundry. It's I get to do laundry. But it wasn't working for me. I didn't believe it. <laughs> like I was thinking it, I was saying it, but I wasn't believing it. And I wanted to make it something I believed. So I decided to tie it into the bigger vision of my life. And that's a way that you can guard your thoughts is to tie those little kind of monotonous, seemingly boring or insignificant things to the bigger picture. So for me, it's not... I don't say I get to do laundry. I say I get to create an environment of peace and organization for my home. That's I good. get to steward that. And that's something I can get excited about. So change your thoughts. Uh, take those I have to's and turn them into something that you feel like you can get excited about getting to do. That's so good. Power of perspective. It is so huge. And really, you know, really enjoying the season that God has you in. And I, what mm -hmm. I love about you, Abby, is like you haven't missed a beat since you've had babies. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you keep moving forward in everything that God has for you. And a lot of times I feel like as women, we feel like it has to be one or the other. Like we, like we, we battle mom guilt if we're still dreaming and, and wanting to move forward in, in goals and things like that. And, and then we measure ourselves. We measure ourselves against someone else. Mm -hmm. Like, well, um, you know, a, lo a lot of women, even in our organization, some are stay-at-home moms, some are working moms, some are both. And mm -hmm. so, um, you know, not comparing yourself to one another yeah. either. But but talk to us for a second about being able to pursue your passions and your dreams. You just had a second baby. You decided yeah. to launch a podcast. You're becoming <laughs> a TikTok uh, famous uh <laughs> Mom, so uh, so talk to us about like being able to run and stride with where God has you, mm -hmm. and and really embracing that grace that that He does lead you gently. That we put a lot of un. Uh, wanted pressure on ourselves and God's not asking us to do that. God's yeah. not asking you to compare yourself with the other Absolutely. mom. As you said, to your point, you are hand chosen, perfect for your child. Yes. So don't compare yourself. If you don't, if you don't, breastfeeding isn't for you, don't breastfeed. That's like, you know, right. you can't, you can't compartmentalize, but speak into the mom guilt and really running in stride and still chasing yeah. what God has for you. So first of all, um, God's not stupid, okay. right? So God knew when he made you 
whether he was going to call you to be a working mom, a stay at home or some other in between that no one's really seen before. Um, and whenever we start to say like, oh, my life doesn't look like somebody else's. I'm, I must not be doing what God's called me to do. Or, oh, I'm in the season where I'm staying at home. I must not be doing what God's calling me to do. It's just wrong because God knew what he was going to call you to do. And he knew that that was going to eventually fuel your purpose. Mm-hmm. It could fuel your purpose in an immediate way. Like I know that you've um, done Bible, you did Bible studies with your neighborhood when you were being a stay at home mm-hmm. mom, when you were home more with your kids. Um, it could also be in a future way where the Lord is using your situation that you're in right now to pull things out of you that don't belong there to teach you to grow deeper in him or develop different habits and routines. So every single part of your life is part of the plan that God has orchestrated Mm -hmm. for you. He made it that way. He knew what it was going to be. He's not surprised that you're a stay-at-home mom. He's not surprised that you're a working mom. He made you that way. Mm -hmm. So the important thing is just staying in step with him and also just discerning the seasons. Um, I greatly appreciate that that you said I haven't missed a beat. Um, (laughs) There are definitely beats that I did miss um, or at least briefly, you know, Mm -hmm. and I wouldn't say actually missed. It was just different. Um, I remember we were in a group together and you were talking about dreaming big and having, you know, chasing your dreams, define your goals. And I pulled you aside afterwards and said, I can't even like think about tomorrow. Like <laughs> at that point, I think I had a one month old baby yeah. and a, a 20 month old. I said, I can't think about it. And you were like, that's okay. Yeah. Like that's just not the season you're in right now. You know, figure that out and the Lord's going to lead you into the next one. So um, for me, that season of like, whoa, I just have to handle with, you know, what's right in front of me and do you know, figure out what my capacity is and work there yeah. for now. It lasted a couple of months. And then it was like the Lord said, okay, here's like, here's the grace to move into that next season. And that's kind of when I felt that release and things stopped feeling hard. Yeah. I was like, okay, now I'm ready to stretch. Um, trying to stretch yourself when things already feel hard is probably not going to work out. It's going to stress you out. Uh, you're going to be striving, doing things from a place of fear rather than a place of grace. So really just listen to the Lord and, and discern his season and his timing because that's going to be the perfect timing. Um, again, everything that you're doing is playing into your destiny. No piece of what you're doing right now is too small to be a part of that. God has orchestrated every single detail and he cares about every single detail of your life mm-hmm. perfectly. Um, so yeah, just stay in step with him. I know that sounds kind of cheesy and cliche. It, no, it doesn't <laughs> though, because it's it's a lot easier said than done, yes. especially when you have the the big vision oh, yeah. of what God wants you to do. And, and, you know, definitely, I mean, for you in that season, it was like, uh, my goal is to keep everyone like fed Alive. and that's a good goal yes. for that season. Yes. And I always say, don't compare the season you're in right now exactly. with the season that someone else is in. I mean, my goodness, I remember seasons of my life where I knew I was called into full-time ministry and I was barely like, I, we, I tell the story all the time. I'd watch Veggie Tales with my kids mm-hmm. and that would be like my devotional <laughs> for the day. I'd be like, this is so good, you know, yes. but God met me there. Like that's where his grace was. He was leading gently those yes. who were taking care I of young, that. you know, and I remember in those seasons like taking a shower and God's word would be so clear Mm -hmm. to me and even now I'm like God can you speak to me that clear again you know please there was just a special grace to hear his voice because he knew there were responsibilities on my life that I wasn't able to spend two hours in prayer and in the Bible and Mm I say that to women all the time, like lean into that grace. Like yeah. he's not mad at you. He sees what you have to do. Pick one scripture and just let it wash over you yeah. and, and and just be refreshed in his word. And, yeah. and really don't get frustrated if your calling 
isn't in alignment with your capacity right now. Mm -hmm. uh, just it'll express itself in the capacity that you're exactly. in. So, you know, right now that's your calling is to minister to moms in the capacity yes. of where you're at. And that'll look different and it'll uh, morph yeah. and transform and evolve. And a lot of the ministry that I'm doing now was birthed in those seasons exactly. where I was at home with my babies and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, what God was doing in me in that season. So I love that. Don't be hard on yourself. Just in, give yourself permission to enjoy. Yeah. So. And to speak to the, you know, you didn't have time to do two hours in the Bible or praying. Um, some I've heard it, I can't remember who it was, but someone mentioned, you know, in the Bible, the men would go up to the mountain and they would meet with God, but God would come to where women were. That's good. Uh, in their homes with Mary and Martha, he would come to, to the well where the woman was. Mm -hmm. You know, he'll meet you where you are in the season that you're at. And like you said, not comparing. It would be easy for me to look at your life and be like, well, I'm not like giving out that much. Mm -hmm. That's okay. I'm not called to right now. Yeah. Like that's not where my life is. I would be neglecting things and, and feeling empty because I'd be missing out on something that you know, right now I don't want to miss out on for me personally, you know? So I think just what you said about comparison was absolutely spot on. Yeah, it takes you completely out of the space of grace and it, it makes you put um, words like failure and not good yeah. enough and I'll never be able to, like putting all these things that God's not speaking over you. Yeah. So giving yourself permission just to enjoy that season and, yeah. and stay in grace for that season, I feel like, you know, is so, so important. Yeah. Yes. Well, what advice would you give uh, to somebody out there who is, uh, you know, at home like you are with two little ones who wants to really uh, start using their gift, but, mm -hmm. but they're not sure how or what that looks like even outside of mm -hmm. taking care of little humans right now? So Yeah. I think the first step is really just get confident, get confident in who you are, because if there's any amount of that, like, oh, I'm not good enough or I'm missing something, then you're going to be operating from a place of insecurity. Mm -hmm. um, and that won't be even if you are able to give out, it's not going to be a healthy place to give out from. So work on your confidence now, whether that's um, just being confident as a parent and, you know, learning how to lean on the Lord to show you what to do and not worrying about comparing to how your friends are raising kids or vice versa. Um, that's one step. And then I think take take like a little step. If you're in a small group, maybe see if they need a co-leader, mm -hmm. you know, um, find a way to start pouring into someone. I know Titus too talks about uh, older women pouring into younger women. Yeah. Well, someone's younger than you. That's good. So find someone to pour into. And as you do, I think the Lord will illuminate the gift that he has on your life, whether it's speaking or teaching or just caring mm -hmm. about people. Um, so there is something that you can do right now. Just don't feel like you can't do it because it's too small because once again, it's going to feed into everything else that he's planned. That's so good. And uh, I just want to speak as we're wrapping up, Abigail, of your just like tenacity. I, you know, I remember... Abby, you being probably eight months pregnant, I don't know, maybe seven months pregnant, and we had outside services because of COVID, and oh, yeah. we had a scaffolding, and, and Abby's just always been so willing to just serve wherever she could and not make excuses, and a lot of that is because of the mindset you've chosen to adapt to, mm -hmm. and I remember her crawling up the scaffolding to try to get just the right picture, and we're, the whole crowd's like, oh, what is she doing? She's like so pregnant, but but you know, just uh, just appreciating and seeing that in you, that, um, you know, that you're thriving in every area area and in even uh, in the area of having two young kids like mm -hmm. you're staying in that space of grace and I just think that's beautiful and mm -hmm. so I think you're you. you know an inspiration of that mindset that we can have that can really make or break or define us mm -hmm. so uh, any other ending words that you would like to say on this special Mother's Day podcast oh well thank you so much again that was very that was very sweet I was wondering if you were going to share the story of me dancing in the Christmas program oh, at that was another pregnant. good one she was the angel in our Christmas program that was interesting for sure um no, I think you just need to 
you know, just be confident in who you are. I, I say it all the time. The Lord, as much as um, the Lord knit together your child and their womb and made them perfectly, he also then chose you to be their mother. He yeah. intentionally put them together in your womb, knowing that you had everything that it would take inside of you that, you know, obviously the Lord can nurture and bring out to raise that child the way that they were meant to be raised, to take care of them. Every challenge that comes up, you're equipped for it. And the Lord is there to support you in that, to lead you in that, to give you the power and the grace. You know, don't underestimate yourself and don't underestimate um, the value of what you're doing wherever you are. Again, whether that's working, whether it's stay at home or something in between, every little thing, (laughs) there's a song, every little thing that you do, do it for the glory of God. Do it with that. uh, What's that verse? Um, do everything enthusiastically mm. for the Lord as though you're doing it for Lord and not for man. That's and good. that's been a verse I cling to a lot because that's what gives me the strength to do all of the many things that I do um, in my life. And I know that it's going to empower yours too. So good. You know, and that same grace that empowers us and, and just equips us, I always would pray like, Lord, let the grace of God like fill in all the gaps that I'm missing. Yes. Even as a mom, no one's going to be perfect all of the time. You know, even in my yeah. mistakes, just being hum- uh, humble, and you, uh, hu- having humility mm-hmm. and going to the kids and saying, you know what, I screwed up. I mm-hmm. disciplined you in anger. Will you forgive me? Like that, they're seeing a side of you uh, that's that's humble, that's, that's asking for forgiveness and getting it right. And um, so, but I would always say, Lord, if, if I'm not spending enough quality time with them, if they're not getting enough organic vegetables, like <laughs> just fill in the gaps, you know, Lord, mm-hmm. that, that I'm missing. And and you're you're co-laboring, you're co-parenting with Christ. And so, you know, He is helping you, He's empowering you, and He is equipping you. Mm-hmm. And so, don't forget that. Just Lean into that grace. Accept that grace. Don't mm-hmm. fight against it. Don't be hard on yourself. Don't yeah. take yourself out of that space. But just really thrive in the grace of God on your life to parent. And hey, mm-hmm. if you're listening today and you're not a parent, maybe your desire is to have kids. We pray that the Lord would just give you yes. every desire of your heart, that you would have a fruitful, fruitful uh, yes. womb, that you would be multiplied. And we just thank Amen. the Lord in advance for every child that you're going to have. And, mm-hmm. and maybe you're raising kids that aren't your own. I mean, as women, I feel like every mm-hmm. woman should be celebrated on Mother's Day. We give to so many. We wear so many hats. There's so many women in my life, my mother has passed, that serve as a mom a figure to me that I am so grateful for. So we're so thankful for all of you women out there. We pray you have an amazing Mother's Day. Thanks for joining us, Abby. Yes, thank you so much and happy Mother's Day to everyone watching. Thank you for joining us today on the Joey Miller Podcast. Make sure that you leave us a rating and review. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure that you take a screenshot and share it to your social media. We'll see you back here next week for another episode of the Joey Miller Podcast.